Welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanam, Mr. Rob, and Zane, episode 101. Yo, that's right. No idea, no ideas original 101. But I feel like this, I feel like we got a good discussion lined up for tonight. So I don't think anything will be 101 about it. You know, you know, you go to school, everything 101 is basic. This ain't gonna be basic. <laughs> What's up? How y'all week been so far? Mine's just been good. I'm getting healthier. I feel like they're, they're slowly taking me off this million bunch of pills I've been on. So that's telling me that my body's adapting to the medication and I'm starting to, I'm starting to turn a good corner. That's um, good, yeah. So my lab, my lab work is good. Everything is good. They're about to pull me off of blood pressure, which would be even great. But um, yeah. on that on that note, that's that's where I'm at with it right now. So I mean, you're gonna be running running a uh, full court in your front yard or your backyard? I'm, I, I already got it in my mind. I got some drills. I'm gonna work like a little kid. Coming <laughs> out for AAU. Oh, uh, the whole regiment set up, man. It, it's, it's tough that it's about to. Be, it's fall, about to be winter, and you know where I live, it might snow tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. You up in the mountains? Yeah, I gotta try to get it in when I can. You know what I mean? Yo, or you gonna be one of them dudes that be in the garage? You know, people we have their whole workout set up in the garage. Yo, you know I never figure out people have their whole workout set up in the garage. They make it a point to leave the garage door open, like you had damn LA Fitness or something. People want to watch you work out. <laughs> Yo, you, you sit there, you, you generate enough heat to get hot in there, son. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I, I guess that's one of the reasons why they're doing it. What's up with you, Z? How you doing? Cool, man. Just you know, uh, trying to trying to slow down on this on this fast food eating, man. I've been yes, eating fast, I mean, I've been eating fast food a little bit now. I don't mean to interrupt, but you your your picture look like an album cover, son. <laughs> your, your 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 background and, your, and the, the light on your face like an album cover, son. like an album cover. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I've been I've been uh eating too much fast food lately, man. So I gotta uh I gotta slow down with that. Cause I ain't trying to get over two pounds or whatever. Please but um. Yeah, but besides that, man, it's been crazy rain down here today. Um, a lot of flood, a lot of flood, uh, flood uh, uh, warnings down here and stuff like that. So just everybody stay safe out there on the roads and stuff. Out, especially out here in the DMV. Did that get rain up there? Um, yeah, we got some rain. Yeah, it was probably like early in the week. It didn't rain today, but early in the week. That's for the rain tomorrow. Probably. Actually, this evening into tomorrow. Oh, okay. You know what's crazy too? With when it rains now, it seems to flood everywhere. I know. Yeah, it's not a flood watch down here. No stuff. You know what it is? Because it's, it's flooded. flooded. Like, Torrential downpour now. Yeah, that's true. It's coming it's down. It could be. It could be all this rain, all this snow, and everything. And you know, people still gonna say they don't believe in climate change. Right. Yeah. Oh. It is what it is. People don't believe in change. That's why people are afraid of change, period. Facts. Mm-hmm. Third topic of the night. So we got down here at New York uh, Police Department man, puts the um, deadline in place for the mandate. And everybody knows what the mandate is. And that's actually today, October 29th at 5 p.m., I think was the mandate. But beyond New York Police Department, I, I believe it's all of New York City. Um, yeah. Sanitation. Fire department. Fire department. All of them, all of them are up for it. And I, I read somewhere that um they had until this past Wednesday to file for religious exemptions or other exemptions. But this looks like it's pretty much going through. I'm interested in you guys' opinion on this. What do you what do you think? 
Hey, Rob, you want to start? What's your opinion on this? Oh man. Well, I mean, it's all based on based upon you know people's opinion about the vaccine. That's first. You know, not everyone has to take it. No one take it because if you want to take it. But the thing is, man, no vaccination, no pay. You get sent home with no pay. Yeah. That's a wrap. And you know. The police department, 75% of the police department is already taking the, the shot or the jab, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It's a small 25% that's objecting. But they have a reason to object. I mean, no pay. That's crazy. Yeah. Just because you don't want to take, you know. And, I mean, I think, and I know some of them are, are, are looking for medical exemption and religious exemption and all mm-hmm. that. And you got cops working 12-hour shifts, man. There's so much being tangled up in this. Yeah. It's, 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 it's disheartening, for real. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Z? Well, huh. with the dramatic... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yo, you did the G-stats. He said, well, huh. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what. Um, I think they use it as a... As a, as a uh, strategic uh, scare tactic because first of all if you have 25% of the New York Police Department uh, that won't get vaccinated crime is going to go up crazy and the thing about it I believe crime was doing like the, the, the numbers on crime was, was pretty low over the past several years right? Nah crime is crime is up robberies robberies and things like that petty theft is still there yeah yeah crime up there was a period where I think murders and violent crime. Was I'm sorry, violent crime, right? Not now. So, right now, not so, now. so everyone is scamming. It's a scam season. So everyone got a <laughs> scam season. So, 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 what I'm thinking right now, man. I mean, what are they going to do to replace the ones that's not going to get vaccinated? Because, like, put, like we like, not going up. They're going. They're going to put police officers on longer ships. Yeah, yeah that too. To compensate, and which is going to overwork the officers who got to be out there twelve hours. Yeah, because you know, it's like what corrections for that. You know, it's crazy. department, fifty-two percent vaccinated, eleven percent of the uh, FDNY vaccinated. So I mean, when you have like major situations such as fires or homicides and stuff like that. If you already understaffed, then that's gonna that's gonna put more stress into the police department. And a lot of these cops that are, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are a lot of good cops out there, but just as much as good cops, there are, there are bad cops. And then bad cops are gonna feel the pressure. And then good cops also gonna feel the pressure because they understaff. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, something, something has to give because at the end of the day, we already saw how stuff was, you know, during this whole pandemic. It's, 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 it's a high stress level going on. Then number two is if them cops won't get vaccinated, then I'm thinking the likelihood will be like uh, the National Guard come in and, you know, replace the ones uh, that are that are non-vaccinated. And then you're also going to have like the, uh, you know, like the other cats that are straight military. You know they're gonna they're gonna they delve into the military uh people or whatever and have them come on in. You know they come on in. It's gonna be it's gonna be in game. You know I I think that it, I don't think it's gonna get to that. You know what I think is gonna happen. No. I think a couple of things are happening. I think the reason why I don't think it's gonna come to that is because I think that 
they probably anticipated that they would have backlash. And I would imagine that they probably have people in the academy coming through the academy as we speak. Like, I think I think it's going to be initially uh, um, burdensome for officers currently working and there'll probably be longer shifts and stuff like that. But I also feel that uh, Mayor de Blasio has sort of put in place he, he has um, proof of concept. So he, he's been down this road before with the um, the teachers, right? He just spent like a couple of weeks ago, he went down the same route with the teachers and it was all a, a whole bunch of litigation going back and forth to court. And you know, it was stays for a while where, where it wasn't allowed to go through. But the end result of it was like all those lawsuits that the teachers and the teachers unions were filing, filing on behalf of this, all of them, they end up losing. And he ended up winning. PBA put a lawsuit out on the city. Yeah, he he ended up yeah. he ended up winning out. And what happened was, I think you have there's to me there's a there's cohorts of people. I think you have people who initially, regardless whether there's influence from the job or not, were probably gonna agree to go do it. Then I think you have some people that the initial scare around it, like if you don't get it, you lose your job, moves them to do it. And then I think you have holdouts, people who say like, you know what, I'm gonna hold out, you know. And then as a result of the holdout. They, they turn up the, the fire a little bit and then some people um, give in and end up getting vaccinated. And then you have other people who just, at the end of the day, they're like, yo, I'm, I'm just not doing it. I'm not gonna do it. And that's what it is. But again, I go back to, I think what, what I understand and I overstand both perspectives around this. Like I understand why a person would be like, well, it's my body, it's my choice. And you know, I don't wanna do it. And I also understand why the city put some of this stuff in place like i think what kind of gets lost on people because i think people look from the sense of uh, individualistic like look at they looking at how does this directly impact me well some of the some of the money that the state actually draws in it's a trickle down effect federal dollars state dollars to city local municipality dollars and i'm sure that there's probably something tied in that you know that people don't the general public may not be aware of saying that in order for you to draw down money for these different civil service positions or whatever like yo this is what we requiring you know so that's one of the reasons why i think the city of the state will put something like this um in place and put the, and put these people in a position now i think the other thing around this that comes up every time i hear people um talk about it is that what makes it rough is because you look at like these are people that in our eyes like yeah people got beef with the police but at the end of the day, you look at the police, you look at the fire department, you look at um, sanitation, corrections, like these are almost like unsung heroes, heroes in a sense, but also unsung heroes. So people are looking like, well, how could you, how could you do that to um, these people? But again, when I go back to proof of concept, remember, they had the same thing in play with the healthcare workers and the help. Remember, they put the healthcare workers on the same plan, like you're gonna get vaccinated or you're gonna be out. Now, and that's, to- and that, and that's a crazy point about that. About the- we, they, they went an entire year without no vaccination, helping people mm-hmm. survive. You you know why that is though? Think about it. You can't have somebody administering this and they not taking it. The all validity, the the whole it, it, people gonna be like, wait a minute. So you telling me it undermines the the whatever people believe about it. You can't go to somebody and be like, I'm a. I'm gonna inoculate you, but I didn't take it because I don't believe in it. So of course that they, they were gonna do that to, to to them. But again, to go back to proof of concept, like I think de Blasio has been down this road enough times where he's like, yo, I'm not I'm not gonna blink. And it's either gonna be people, people are gonna do it 
or people are gonna be out on leave yeah, without pay. But DeBazio also went with the plan because the, the police union set it up to where police officers would be tested weekly. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing that thus far and it's been coming up with everyone being negative. Nothing is pulled up when someone all of a sudden becomes positive and then they got to go through the whole rigmarole, the hospital and the stay and the quarantine. They haven't had that. I think that's what the PBA's beef is. It's like, hold on. The process is already working. Why are you rushing people to mandate when what we have in place is already working? And so what's his justification as to why? Who? The PBA? De Blasio. Blasio. What's his justification? He he doesn't have a justification. He just switched up. He just switched up and said, now it's a mandate. Hold on. That 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 right there is the confusing part. You know what I mean? If something's already mm-hmm. working and you need people out on on, on the road, uh, out there in the street, and and it's working, why why would you scrap it to to put in place a mandate? And I'm sure there's a bigger reason why he did that. Maybe you know I was just about to say that. Maybe it's working from the perspective of the PBA and the police, but maybe from the perspective of the city, maybe the city is like it doesn't doesn't work for us. You know? And trust me, man. Honestly, if whatever it is that's roaming around out here in the community that is killing people, police officers, because they're, they're, they're they administer the public all day, they can they could be the easiest carriers of the shit for whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, they come in contact with so many different people every day. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, understand, I understand why it's. I think it's necessary for them to get vaccinated. I think it's very necessary. For but if those who aren't or don't want to, I don't think you should mandate. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, you, know what I'm you know what I'm thinking too, man? I think it goes back to the oath. It goes back to the brotherhood. If you got, uh, quote unquote, like I said, there are good police out there, but there's a number of bad police out there, right? So if you have certain police that hide, you know, substantial evidence knowing that this particular officer is, is wrong and do, had, had wrongdoing and stuff like that if you're going to be under the oath of that you are, you're also going to be under the oath of the ones that didn't get vaccinated you're still going to have them on the force because if you have 25 percent that's in jeopardy of uh uh you know leaving without pay okay imagine how many cops in the radius per square mile that they're going to be short staffed you see what I'm saying? So that, that's that's going to be like a like a accident. An accident happening perfectly. I don't mean to cut you. You know what's crazy? You used to know what police officers do. You used to see them on the beat. You used to see them visually in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do they do now? They just answer the call. That's it. They sit there <laughs> and just wait for shit to happen. Yo, you know, you know, I would I would hope and I'd like to think that New York City has a strategic planning committee. That they've weighed, they've they've looked at this and they said that okay, if these people don't buy in and agree to it, you know, how do we make sure that these shifts are covered? How do you, how do we make sure that we have people properly deployed? How do we do this? I would like to think because nowhere do I have the level of strategic planning that New York City has, but I know if I was if I was making a move this big, I would be thinking behind the scenes what are the implications if people don't agree to it and how do I work through it how so I, how do I get past how do I jump over that hurdle once yeah right. and they were very they were very 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 vocal with the teachers around okay if you're not going to do it then we have other we have subs lined up that we already had vaccinated that will agree to do it 
So I don't know if that's the I don't know if that's the blueprint that they figure. Okay, if these people aren't gonna do it, we already have people in the, um, the police academy that can handle it and that th- that'll take it on. Or we have yeah. our auxiliary police that we're looking to promote. Um, you know, so I, I I personally think that they probably have something in place. And I think it's just a game of kind of staring down, playing chicken to see who's going to blink first, you know? It's like, you know, is the city going to blink first? Because, because the city is going to be, 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 be understaffed? Or is the PBA going to blink first because they're going to be like, these people are going to lose their jobs? Like, one of the things that comes up around this um, in terms of these discussions and the rhetoric is, the rhetoric that's usually hear people say is like, well, you, you're not giving people a choice. The reality of it is like people have a choice. It's just not choices that people like, right? Mm-hmm. You have a choice. It's not a choice that you like. Right. And you think about it like, yo, we're, conf- we're often confronted with choices like that. It's, that's just what it is. It's like, all right, I got choice A that sucks, choice B that sucks. You just got, you just got to make a, you have to make a choice. And it's not always going to be where, you know, where I'm going to do a right in the option C. When I did the joint, I was talking about the um the Kyrie stuff, what I was saying in the Kyrie joint is, um, how you call it, it's exactly that. Like, I think what people don't realize is that, you know, option A is, you know, you, you, you take it, you keep your job or whatever. B is, you know what, don't don't take it. No, you, you don't, you don't have no job. Like, why are we, why is this, why has this become so convoluted? And I don't want to, I don't want to diminish the significance of a person having their job, but you know we've had other situations that 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 we we had a choice, you know and, we, and we weren't we weren't put in a position where we had to make a choice, and as a result of it, I think that we carry a lot of our decision making that way. Like think about like our representation, like probably this last election because people hated Donald Trump so much, people went to the polls and voted, but there are many elections that us as people of color we sit out because we are we don't like option A or B, but it doesn't have as immediate ramifications or tangible ramifications that we could touch and put our hands on it. Right. This is this is an option A or B that has immediate ramifications and tan, tangible things that we know, right? You make the decision, you have to live with um, whatever comes with it and you keep your job. If you decide you don't want it, you don't, you don't keep your job. So, you know, you, it can be, well, I don't like the choices, so there's not a choice. Like, no, there's a choice. May not like the choices, but there's a choice. You you gonna say something? And I'm glad you used that word choice because this goes to show you how much people or individuals the idea about healthcare. We can easily have a conversation with the nephrologist, your urologist, mm-hmm. the primary care. What are my options? You know what you know what I've been dealing with for those who are immune suppressed like myself. Mm-hmm. I talk to my nephrologist. I talk to my urologist. I talk to my cardiologist. I make sure I have a, a healthy relationship with these guys. So when I, when, so when the question does come up, I get a, I get an answer where I can digest. And be like you know what? All right. I think I'm good. I trust that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it sounds like that. It works for me. You know what I mean? But no one, no one is, no one is doing that. People are just taking the, the. The Roman right, like, nah, fuck that, I ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not doing it. And, that, and that's because of the trust or the lack of trust that people have with the system. I think it, another thing, too. My right, voice, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, part of it is the, the trust and the lack of trust. Part of it also is that there's so much there's so much information out there, it's hard for people to, to discern which fact it was fiction. And 
based on what your stance is, you could you could pull up tons of literature to support whatever your stance is around it. So it really just comes down to you as an individual just saying, am, am I doing this or not? Gazzy. Another, another uh, two strong factors too. I definitely agree with both of what you uh, were saying earlier, but two other strong factors too is look at the uh, situation with, okay, we have two full months left, right? So who's to say there's not going to be another massive uh, protest or protest going on? And then you got, you know, the winter weather coming up. You got snow, ice, black ice, all the other good stuff. So heavy rain. So who's to say that, okay, uh, being that those are other factors, like how much crazier it's going to get. And people, and, and people like the average criminal mind is going to use that to pay their advantage. Pay attention from from Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Black Christmas. Friday. Yep. Yeah. Well, New Year's. New Year's. New Year's. Well, let me, New Year's. let me say this. Let me say yeah. this because I think that you, I think both of y'all are hitting, hitting on the narrative that we're going to see. If in fact, if in fact police officers hold the fort and be like, we're we not doing it, we're going to go on this leave without pay kind of thing, and 20% of the uh, force is slashed. If crime goes up, that's gonna be the narrative around why crime went up. You know that, right? They're like, well, crime is up because we have this that whatever, you know. Decides not to get the jab. That's what that's 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 what's gonna be the narrative, and that's what Pat Lynch and the PBA gonna push. Oh, you know, because people didn't people stayed out, or because you have the mayor, you know, for this that or whatever. But yo, you people gotta look at the chessboard and see where the pieces are. The reason why de Blasio doesn't have to back away or back down off of this also is de Blasio's a lame duck mayor. He's not up for re-election. That's right. He's not up for re-election. So anything that he does now is like, and his, it's not like he has a whole bunch of political capital that somebody's going to be beating down his door like, hey, you want to run for governor? You want to run for this or that or whatever? Like his name is not exactly cream of the crop. So he could, he could kind of stand back and be like, yo, just let it play out. You know, and that would be There's 25% of the police officers that, that rejected vaccination. The percentage is much higher in the other, other areas. And yeah, you know, it's, um, correct, corrections officers, I think, have to December 1st. That, to me, is a that's a real issue, more so, because they were already desperately short-staffed and the conditions were deplorable. <laughs> as somebody, imagine, imagine 50% of the staff gone <laughs> in, a, in a prison. Or yeah. Fifty percent of the staff already hey, going in rapists. You saw the whistle caller, right? You saw the Batman Dark Knight Rises, right? Gotham yeah. City turned upside down. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, honestly, I don't think it's gonna come to that. I think that, like I said, I think there's a cohort of people you know you already got vaccinated, a cohort of people that when they started threatening, said, you know what, I need my job, I need my livelihood, and took it. And then I think you got some people that probably seen the writing on the wall after all the litigation and was like, yo, I'm a I'm going to take it. Then you have another cohort of people that I'm not taking it and I'm leaving. And then you're going to have other people that's just going to continue to go to court, protest around it. I think they received several exemptions, people filing for exemptions. Filing for exemptions is a stay for people. So that pushes that pushes it further out until it actually gets heard. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to grant the exemption, but that gives the police officers, um, you know, more time with it. And Here's the other thing to, to to think about, and I guess maybe I have this pers- this perspective as a, um as an employer also because I have employees that come to me, you know, and they like, oh, you know, um, 
do we have to like some of our some of our employees have to get vaccinated this is based on how like our funding and the structure is set up and some of them are like well i don't understand well what about my health or this that or whatever my position around it is always the same i'm like i respect whatever decision you make you know if you decide to do it great if you don't we can't have you because our contract says that this is what it has has to be and even when you think about like a dude like Kyrie with the Nets and you know these other organizations that are putting this put in this position like I think people think organizations and businesses aren't put in the position as the average everyday employee but you are because you stand to lose some of your workforce and you have to make the decision if you decide you know what forget it I'm not getting vaccinated I'm not forcing the staff to get vaccinated or whatever it is so then not only do the staff be out of a job, you be out of your, your business, your company. You know, like if you if you opened the deli, Zane, and you was making $2 million a year at the deli and the federal government came in and was like, you know, in order for your employees to, for, for your employees to work there, they gotta get vaccinated else you can't get paid no more. Are you gonna be like, well, you know what? Forget it. My two or three million dollar deli, I'm letting go because I ain't telling these people to get vaccinated. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. You know what I'ma do? You know what I'ma do? I'ma I'm 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 hire some some engineers. I'm not gonna see a profit for a while to get the AI rolling. Have them ro- them robots making my damn sound. Yo, I'm a. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you a cheap a cheap a cheaper method. Just hire people that's willing to get vaccinated. Yeah, but that that can come and go at any given time. A robot, no. a robot, a robot is programmed to do what you tell it to do. That's people are not people, people are not that way. People have a conscience. People have got to go to church on Sundays, whatever. Robots don't go to church on Sundays. Robots they program whatever you put in put into that system. So, Yo, Z saying, yeah, I just need one of the more, but it's more simple. And plus, and plus, robots don't get tired. They don't take lunch breaks. They don't take smoke breaks. <laughs> Yo, you want know, they can burn out too, though, man. It's basically, they can burn out. Yeah, you right. You, you got no one to turn them off, man. Yo, this is a good, <laughs> a, good, a good segue to the next topic, though. Like, I don't know if you guys are saw online, but like, we, we there's a huge influx of resignations around the country right now. I have a theory as to why, and it's a a, a, a myriad of things. Well, I'm interested in hearing you guys' theory. Zane, what's, what's your theory on why we're living in this era of the Great Resignation? The Great Resignation could be a gift of a gift and a curse. The, 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 the consequences to it is people are talking about they want higher pay. People want stability in their job. They want more hours instead of part-time hours. They want full-time hours. Um, you know, so, so some type of blanket of security. Now, the, 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 the pros of, of this situation is that people are learning through the pandemic to be entrepreneurs, you know? So with, so with that being said, I mean, hey, a lot of people took that PPP loan, some got caught, some <laughs> and now they, 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 they flourish, you know what I'm saying? So it's a gift and a curse, man. It just depends on how you play it. It depends on how you play it. What do you think, Rob? Yo, Almost nine hundred thousand people of food services quit. <laughs> they, yeah. just quit. they just left. Yo, that was that's yeah. already a high turnover job. I'm sure. Oh my god! <laughs> Retail is over almost seven hundred thousand. Healthcare uh, about five hundred thousand. Let me tell you something. Time brings us into new knowledge, and like Zane said, people are doing it just so 
there are a lot of things people be like, you know what? If I ain't got no flexible hours or if I can't work from home, I'll find a way to do it. I'll create a way to make. You know, people are out here selling anything. And if you know how to work the internet and you know how to, you know, you know how to computer savvy, get a, you can pitch an idea to a buddy, he'll, you know, maybe he'll front you a couple, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's more than one way to skin the cat is really what yeah. And as we also know, look, the price, the, the 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 wage is not going up, but everything else is going up, groceries and everything else. So people, you know, people out here coming up with creative ways to adapt to society. This is what I'm saying. People are into this here. You know what I mean? There are a lot of mm-hmm. people that are just even even your wife. Your wife got her little bedazzle thing going on, son. Mm-hmm. That's gonna pop because it's gonna circulate across IG and Facebook. And all you need is two or three people to like it and then the algorithms start to take Mix it up before you know it yeah. people in China is looking at it like yo let me get 30 of those tomorrow yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think um, I, I would say definitely like the pandemic partially contributed to well the pandemic overall contributed to it and I think it did put people in a position to um, to become entrepreneurs and, and tap into their entrepreneurial spirit but I also think the pandemic kind of um, made people be get be, People became lax and comfortable and got used to not going to work. So if you, you think about it, if you've gotten up and gone to work every day for five yeah. years in a row, yeah. and then all of a sudden, nine, nine months to a year, you're not getting up and going, I think it's very easy to fall into a routine and get comfortable. Yeah. And, I'm not, and I'm not saying that from a standpoint of becoming lazy. I'm saying that from a standpoint of, oh, this is what I was missing at home. I, you mean I could be home with my kid to work with my kid around that? Homework. I could be home to. A lot of times, I could be home. Yeah, I I could be home. So, previously, people had to struggle with work-life balance. Being being home during the pandemic, work-life balance got a little bit easier because people were able to work virtually. And I think you see a lot of resignations because a lot of people are now calling people back to work and telling people you have to physically come into the office. And there are people who are like, "No, I've already seen that I can do my job remote." And mm-hmm. I kind of I felt like that there would be a shift in how we conduct business as a result of the pandemic anyway, because I, my, my thought process behind it was that if companies weren't locked into all this money for these properties, a lot of companies probably be like, all right, we've seen that you could be just as effective working from home. We've seen that the company could generate revenue. We don't need the overhead of having the, um, the building, uh, the electricity and this, that or whatever it is but i think that companies are locked into long-term leases and things like that and other ventures and stuff plans that they had in place that's not allowing them to offer but so much flexibility to employees so you have a situation where people have worked from home for nine months and then now you got to come back to the office and you're like no i, I think I, I prefer working remote so i'm gonna find another company where i can work remote then you look at the lower end scale where you see people with like lower hourly wages where probably people are like, you know what? I never was making a significant amount of money anyway. They cut off the additional money for unemployment, but people are still receiving regular unemployment. You know, maybe for all we know, maybe people created a nest egg. Maybe people saved some money during the um, pandemic that made them be like, you know what? I have an opportunity now to be a little bit more selective in terms of the job that I take. And then there is, again, there is sadly, I think some people have become complacent and was like, I'm used to being home. I'm gonna watch Divorce Court. I'm gonna watch Maury. I'm gonna check out. Why do I need to go back 
um, kind of thing. So I like and just a little. And just a little side note, fellas. I read this about two years ago. They were saying that it's projected that by the year 2035, artificial intelligence is going to take over 65 to 68 percent of the workforce. Well, we had so, a discussion on here about that. Remember, I was yeah. saying like these jobs yeah. will be automated anyway. Oh yeah, and I you see what Amazon is doing. I seen that like 10 years ago. I mean, 10, 15 yeah. years ago, man. My my manager will always say, find a way to automate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You take your hands off and let it ride. That's it. For yo, for the reason that Zane said, robots don't need a day off. They don't need a smoke break. You know, like right. yo, going to McDonald's. Oh, now, yeah, turn them off. That's it. Yo, mm-hmm. you go to McDonald's before you go into McDonald's. There'd be ten cash registers. Now it's one cash register, a bunch of kiosks. You go into a bank. Hey, it's funny it. you said that. It's funny you said that, bro. They have a McDonald's right down the street. They shut it down for like three and a half months, if not four. And then mm-hmm. when they restructured it, yeah, now you can't even see them uh, making food in the back, right? And then mm-hmm. once in a while, they have it to where the cash register is just down. It won't accept cash. You got to do everything like you said on the kiosk. Yeah. You kiosk. know what I'm saying? It's the, right. like, we, look, we they, had over- they, they conditioning people to use the kiosk only. Well, you know what? We were, we were already primed for it. Remember the first time you went to the um, supermarket and you seen self-checkout? Yep. yep. That was about to start putting start putting it in play. Like, you know what? You see these lovely people here, this human interaction. Do you really need it? They take long to scan your stuff anyway. You could scan it much faster. How many times mm-hmm. you have been online in the supermarket and be like, I could have scanned this faster? But people miss that, man. People need to realize how much, how important it is. Yeah. yeah. They're getting people too desensitized. That's why, that's why a man can rape a chick in a damn train and people pull out their phones. They don't, yeah. feel, they don't feel no connection to that person. Yeah, I, I um, I, I, I feel like that. Like even with like the scanning and stuff and everything. Like I think that it's always going to be at least one person around. But I do honestly see like a lot of jobs becoming automated. You know, like I, I just think that if you're a business owner, you know, and you could automate the, the work instead of hiring. Like why wouldn't you get one machine that could do the job? of 50 people or whatever. It just, it's just logical, it just makes sense. Yeah, sure. yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because you know how expensive, expenses, ah, expensive it is for the average CEO or you know company or even like a, 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 a small business to pay for insurance per person. So yeah, get that machine. As long as you keep it up with the latest technology and all that other stuff, you're good. You don't gotta pay that insurance. Your, your employee is your biggest bill. We, 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 we're, we're about to see like, what's, the thing is like some of the jobs that people once once really looked at it, like, okay, like this is a job I could get. It doesn't require much. Like um, like cab drivers eventually, cab drivers, I'm telling you eventually, the same way Uber is in there, mm-hmm. cab drivers will probably someday, I don't know if it'll happen in our lifetime. It may or may not, but cab driving is gonna be automated. I think they're already working on automating trucks. No, so, it's, it's, it's trucks that go cross country without nobody yeah. in them. Yeah, so. Yo, this, this 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 is just what it 18, is. 18 wheelers too, some big jumps. Yeah. But this the is you know, to 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 bring it back around. Like I think that that again, there are many factors, many things that factor into why we're seeing so many resignations. But I think that the pandemic has showed people that things can be done. Um, yeah, it's more than one way to cap. Yeah, it's yeah. more than one way to cap. 
Yeah. And Zane, what Zane said is, is true too, though. Like, you know, the wages are not going up, but but everything else is going up, you know, so. That's why people are asking for flexible hours. Like mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or can yeah. I work from home? If you work yeah. from home, you can definitely do something else if you're doing something else. Yeah, that's a, you know that's that's a that's a struggle sometimes for people you know as employers to feel comfortable with people working from home because they feel like I'm paying for people to work and with their you know with their le- what's going to be their level of productivity. One of the things that I always thought that like um, the younger generation has had on our generation is that younger generation people their thought process around this stuff is is almost like well, this is, is this a forty hour? a week job and you know our response is a full-time job it's 40 hours a week kind of thing for them they're like all right so what if i could do it in 15 or 20. yeah you know high call they probably for some of the stuff that we have going on that we feel is far more complex they like now nah, i could do it from my phone i'll give you a prime example but we are um, i mean i mean cut you in but companies figure that out too yeah we, we started training um some new staff at the company and we have an app that we asked the staff to work on to insert data into it and everything. And I found that, you know, like I do lengthy presentations and trainings of it. And then for some staff, it's like, oh, this is this is laborious. I can't get it and this, that or whatever. And then there's some staff, and it tends to usually be like the younger staff that they be like, nah, I figured, less, before you even finish the training, they be like, nah, I got it. It's just that easy, just that. Oh, you mean to tell me I could do this from my phone? I bet, there, it's done, kind of thing. You know, and, and and we look at that and we look at it almost from a standpoint, I don't know if it's envious or look at it and be like, yo, what the hell? That's not the way the job is intended to be done. But the reality of it is like, yo, it's just more efficient. <laughs> more efficient than us. I'm telling you, man, the time, time, that's what, that's what time does. It brings us to the new fields of new knowledge. And the younger people, they, they catch on to things a lot quicker, man. Than we- mm-hmm. It's just this natural progression of how we learn and how and how we develop and evolve as humans, man. But I'll tell you something, man. This is we're living in a time where knowledge and information are gonna be your best friends, and how you use it, mm-hmm. what you do with it. You know what I'm saying? Is that's gonna be the telling tale. You can't just have shit sitting on the shelf no more. You gotta put you gotta put the wisdom in. Yo, let me, I wanna, I wanna go back. Cause you just, you said something just now. I think that's like really, really important and pivotal. You said we're living in a time of knowledge and information. And to kind of go back to the first topic we were talking about when we were talking about like the mandate, do you think that it would have been this difficult to get people vaccinated had this was a time where the internet was in its infancy stage? That's a good question. I think, you know, I think history plays a large part in it. Mm-hmm. And That's a fact. Whether whether it was the internet or through radio or through concept or just people just having common sense. Mm-hmm. And not that the people that have taken it or, you know, otherwise don't have common sense. But the internet has just expedited everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think the same result when it came out, it had been a percentage that they just ain't for. But then it also been a larger percentage of people like, look, I'm trying to move around. I'm trying to do things I've always been doing. And I ain't ready to sit back and just wait for a day when things change. I'm not doing that. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy, if you ask me. It's crazy. Yeah. 
What do you What do you think, Zane? Do you think that the vaccination numbers would have been higher if this was a time when the internet was in its infancy? I believe so because you have less of. We always say before, like uh, <clears throat> you got popular belief and you got fact. So look at uh, early '90s to even say 1996 to now, right? Um, how many people were born? Right? How many people were conditioned to? you know, getting savvy to technology and all that. So you might have close to a billion or if not 500, 500 million people that have been born since then to now, if not more, that's gotten to the, you know, technology and stuff like that. So right. being said, that's a vast majority of people that are being like socially engineered, quote unquote, into, you know, following, following the trend. So, yeah. I do believe the numbers would have been a lot, a lot higher back then. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. It's interesting though. Like our children, um, will never experienced BI. Like they, all of them was born AI after the internet. <laughs> They'll mm-hmm. never know what it was like not to have the internet. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York City Board of Health declares racism a public health crisis. This is long. This is long overdue. I wonder. What- <laughs> What, what was what made them wake up one morning and be like, "Yo, racism is a public health crisis"? Did they think about the trauma associated with it? What, what do you think, Rob? I, I, I think it's a lot of things, man. People aren't making sound, rational decisions anymore, and you have to be concerned about people's mental health. But why are people in this stress and strain, under anxiety? Probably anxiety numbers is up. That's not healthy. Anxiety is not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's your thoughts are running wild. You you, you don't know look left, you look right, somebody's at the, your mind is playing tricks on you, you're not in a good position, but how did you get there? You know what I'm saying? Where, where you where you chastised by the police when he pulled up behind you and it scared the living shit out of you because you was going to jail? What, what, what traumatized? And I mean, look how this mandate thing, man, got people scared. Vaccination got people scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean got to think about it, man. I mean, the Board of Health, they passed but nine resolutions, four pages. <laughs> and they're I like, look, it. man, New York got to get healthier. But it has to confront yeah. racism first. The, 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 the first pandemic, the pandemic before this pandemic. Before this pandemic. How do we commune with one another? Mm-hmm. What do you think, It's always been an issue. What do you think, Z? Well, uh, I think it's three it's three major factors, if not more. Um, when you think of health, we're not just thinking about like our, our physical being. You're talking about the mental and you also talking about the spiritual. So since this pandemic, and like I said before, we had so many people protesting about this, that, and the third. So you have less people going to church, which is, you know, that plays a part in the spiritual. You have people looting and rioting and stuff like that, which it it, it, it messes up the economy, whether in that rural uh, area or in that inner city area, right? So that's 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 more uh, damage that's being done, which is more expensive. Then you also have the physical being, as far as like with the food and stuff like that. So, you know, and that also, you know, coincides with mental. So I, I just think that, um, like you said, Shannon, it took a very long time in order for it to happen. But also, it also goes into with, um, you know, what we talked about two two segments ago as far as the police. 
police, they are getting um, penalized, you know, as far as their pension and stuff like that, because of the stuff that they're doing as far as with health, as far as killing these minorities, especially black brothers and sisters out here. So they looking at it for a way to kind of like shift the um, shift the whole situation to make things a little bit better. But come on, yeah. this should have been done 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, but it's never too late. It's never too late, though. It's never too late, but still, come on, man. Like, stuff is crazy. One of the points of the resolution claims that the involvement with law enforcement has grown in the last recent decade. That means the interaction with police has grown. And, oh, and, 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 also, and, also, and also, a lot of the outcomes come out with someone injured and unfortunately fairly you know lost their life so we talk we they you said over the last 40 years last oh. three years i don't think I said. how many years how many years did you say you said in the last how many years you said one of the resolutions said specifically that there's been more interactions and there one, was a, one of the points mm-hmm. of, of the resolution claimed the involvement with law enforcement has grown in recent decades in recent decades oh okay that's okay. Ten, maybe twenty, okay, 20 years. years. Okay, all right. Because I was trying, I was trying to, I was trying to think about like historically what has happened over all those years that would increase um, police interaction. Um, I mean, you know, I'm thinking in New York City, you know, stop and frisk crack epidemic, eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Honestly, I'll say this is in thinking about this. I think one of the things that probably has increased police civilian interaction is putting the police in positions to do work that they not actually trained for or doesn't involve policing like what Rob, i think what rob was saying earlier like what does a police officer do so police officers went from policing to now becoming social workers um trying to de-escalate people who have mental health issues uh you know mental mental health counselors they've become they've become um, mar- marriage and family therapists going in to try to deal with domestic uh, disputes. And then I think when you put them in that many different positions and stretch them thin, then they're forced to have increased public interaction. And I think anytime you start looking at increased public interaction, that yeah. the, the chances there being some sort of conflict or, um, or crisis. And I know recently, I think in New York City that they formed, I believe they have a unit that's specifically trained for mental health. So they're no longer deploying police to try to de-escalate mental health crisis. So maybe that, maybe that'll help. I don't know what it's called, but I know that they realize that it's probably not a good idea because what they have is they have people that were cognitively impaired or people with that's mental probably health. What, that's probably what the Board of Health was saying. Taking that totality of what's going on, mm-hmm. yeah, we're creating systems to defeat a system that shouldn't even be here. Yeah, you know, the police response is going in not knowing, you know, they're, they're not trained. So they go in and they see a dude who's mentally ill and he got a knife and they throw six right. or seven slugs in his back <laughs> or whatever, you know? So I, they're looking at stuff like that. But I, but I also think that, this, that was why the reason like stuff like this is on the radar too is I, I wonder also how impactful everything that transpired last year, like the George Floyd and all that. I think I said it last week too, that how all this stuff would have played out if we weren't in a position where we had to sit still and observe it and absorb it also and look at it like if there was no pandemic and all this stuff was going on would it had just been a hashtag for a week and we would have just moved on you know like 
You all know what? Everybody's trying to our, our our attention span is about half a second. That's what I'm saying. All all this stuff now is almost I think like damage control to address. Like I think people are looking and they saying, all right, we gotta get some good public relations. So you know, as a result of it, we need to step back and we gotta say that we we finally have to acknowledge that racism exists and we're gonna do something about it. This is one of the things that we're gonna do about it. This is one thing we're gonna address. This is how we're gonna handle this. So I, I think that that's probably the reason why all of a sudden we get the New York City Board of Health declaring uh, racism or public health crisis. Guys, and you know what's one of the uh, the staples as far as movies that was created that showed us everything that we're going through now, but it was minus the pandemic? Spike Lee movie. Which one? Do the right thing. What was, what was, your, what was your statement? I didn't catch that. He's, that was yeah. the one with the, uh, with uh, you know, uh, Radio Raheem and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. right. So, so basically, we watched the movie twenty some odd years ago. That's showing what it is now, minus the pandemic, because all the pandemic doors, like like you said, right, right. Shot, it just added a, a ten times right. more stress. Mm-hmm. You, saw, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Well, let's let's see what comes out of it. Let's see if this is just not a fancy declaration and something that looks nice on paper, and is actually some actionable steps that come out of it to help um, deal with this. So let, let's switch gears. Let's talk a little bit of a little bit of hip hop. I don't know if you guys saw in the news this week um, the game, and the game has been in the news for a number of things. I think more more recently he's been in the news for not so much his music, but some of his. Um, some of his antics, like I know he was sued by this woman that he supposedly sexually assaulted, and I think she sued him, and she's been awarded millions of dollars, but he's claiming he doesn't have money, he's moving the money around. This is a whole bunch of stuff. That's neither here nor there. But the comment he made this week is he said that he feels that his contribution to West Coast hip hop is undervalued. And as a result, as a result of it being undervalued, he was saying that he introduced the world to all these different artists. So my question to you is, do you think that the game's contribution to West Coast hip hop, is it overrated or is it underrated and why? Overrated. The alcoholics get their flowers, they West Coast hip hop. <laughs> the licks. The, the, the licks. They the ain't licks. get the props. Mm. And I love the licks, son. They can't yo, son. His, let me, I, I like, I liked. <laughs> it. And, and I, don't, I don't dislike him either, but you know, when, when you see a pattern of what he's going through and even, even allegations and accusations, if you got that type of energy following by you, none of that shit is true. You just trying to keep it under the rug. You don't want nobody to tarnish, tarnish your name. But this dude, he, out the gate, he had he had the prime of his life, man. His first his album documentary was a dope album. Every producer on there, you wish you would have on a damn album. Two thousand and three. Second album was hot too. The second album was hot too. So you've done you've done a lot with with the with the West Coast on your back. And you should be recognized for what you've done. And if you haven't that's probably it's your fault why you haven't got your flowers. <laughs> right. you know, honest, yo, people give them up, they give it, they, they give them up to people honestly because you see the body of work. Mm-hmm. They don't have no, 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 
no bad energy following behind them, and they're consistent. Mm. When you're inconsistent, that's when you can start putting holes in your game because one minute you over here, you're getting accused of this, and right at the same time, in the same breath, your, your name is being swung over here. Come on, bro, you, you're too busy. You're messy. It moved away from moved away from music, right? To extracurricular stuff. Get messy, then it's easy to to, to 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 yank your chain, so to speak. And now you want fighting shit. <laughs> crazy. What you what, what do you say, Z? What you think? Overrated or underrated? I think Game was living up to his name. He's trying to spit Game, but this shit is lame. Um, nah, no, 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 for real. Because the Game, he had so many opportunities to flourish, even when he was back with G on it, right? Now, don't get me wrong. He came out with the first album, 2003, production by Dr. Dre and all that other good stuff. Uh, he was, he was my second. This nigga have Buckwild, High Tech, Just Bridge, Cool and Drake, Havoc, Kanye West, Scott Storch, and Timberland. And I'm All-Star cast. And Dre. All-Star cast. So I believe that I believe that Game's name hasn't been uh, in, in the media. It's like uh, uh, Nas or Dr. Dre, Snoop, and Kendrick or whomever. Number two or number three is that, okay, we all see that Snoop and Dr. Dre is going to be performing during the halftime of the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Of this upcoming Super Bowl. Game's name wasn't mentioned. That doesn't mean that Game might not come out and be featured. But I just think I think this is a, this is the perfect opportunity for Game to come out with another album. I know he retired before he said he was going to retire and all that other good stuff. But Game was Game was very problematic to himself. He was known for like bullying people, fighting people that he know he can beat. I'm yeah, not going to say the rapper's name. You know what I'm saying? He has a short yeah. temper. He's a sad short temper. Yeah, yeah. No, no, like, like, look, look, look. We saw him on TMZ uh, when he was out with Tip and they was out on the West Coast and somebody like five foot six holding him back and he like six foot four. Like, how does that happen? Okay. So that just means that he wasn't initially trying to get at the person. He was just trying to be in the limelight. So yeah. at the end of the day, I can't take nothing from his lyrics. The game is solid as far as lyrical, but I do believe that the game just needs to uh, find another niche to get into besides me. Because right now, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Yo, you know what's crazy about this? Like, yo, I asked y'all about his contribution to hip hop. Yo, y'all just went to all the things that make him a a lame weirdo or whatever. But yo, yo, his his biggest con was that that documentary album, but nothing jumped after in my opinion yeah you know his second album the doctor's advocate was a, to me it was a good album. oh yeah 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 i heard that yeah. move units yeah. with it he's mm-hmm. he's so my thing with 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 game is i like game as an artist i think he makes good music um is his better years behind him probably you know probably so as a rapper his better years are behind him to say that he's his contribution, like the way he kind of framed it is almost like a, he's responsible for the Kendricks and, and all these other people. But I, I, when I thought about this, I thought about, cause he had Kendrick on an earlier album, I remember. When I when I thought about this, I thought about like, we always talk about like the Mount Rushmore hip hop and all that. And I'm like, all right, so what's the West Coast Mount Rushmore? And I didn't have him on there. I started thinking about dudes like um, Ice Cube, Snoop, I um I call it Dre Easy E MC8 like 
there's and and that's why I think that he's I think that's why he's probably a little bit salty because then you have a dude like a Kendrick who has jumped over him and you know Kendrick is just it just it's just Kendrick's time. But yeah. I, I, if I was game, game doesn't have anything to be ashamed of in terms no, of his, no, of his career. I mean, like, like he's looking for flowers. Really, you don't need them. You, 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 the work that you've done speaks mm-hmm. for itself. Now here's the you other thing you think about. He, like he think he should have had them by now. I think. Well, wait, wait a little while, bro. Well, that's why. That's what I was about to say. That's a good point because when we start talking about like the greatest of all times, when you start talking about the rap. Mount Rushmore people are like, oh Nas, Biggie J, whatever. These are people who body of work that they we talking 30 years of, uh, of yeah. rapping, whatever. And, and game is still rapping for some time, but game I think still has a long way to go. For 18 years, not even two decades. First album came out 2003, so at least get to two decades and then, the and, then and then say something. People, look at the people on the West Coast that we that we would say should be on the Mount Rushmore. Cause you don't hear a dude like Fab saying that he should be on the Mount Rushmore hip hop that we talking about the East Coast. You know, you know why Fab know he got still got more work to do. And yeah. not only not only that, I think Fab also You're probably acknowledges Fab probably also acknowledges like yo, I'm not Nas, I'm not Biggie, I'm not Jay-Z, I'm not whoever. Whereas the game, I think the game, you gotta step back and gotta look and be like, yo, we talking about Snoop Dogg. Like Snoop Dogg's contribution to hip hop in general. Ice Cube's contribution to hip hop in general. Dr. Dre, a dude like Easy E. Yo, before I even before I even put game there, honestly, I could I would probably even go like yo, I would probably even go further out to the Bay Area and be like yo, a dude like Too Short or um how you call it or yeah or E40 or whatever. I'm like yo, these dudes cemented so much. They've done so much from Ice It might not be popular, but Ice yeah, like yo, these are people that they're they're legendary and they they were like. West Coast pioneers who kind of laid the foundation for a game. And I think Kendrick just happened to jump the line just because of the magnitude of what Kendrick, Kendrick just came in and transcended music in general. I think it's too early for him to receive that type of acumen. He'll never mm-hmm. get it if he keeps up these antics though, because right. the reason of what we just said, like we, we talking about hip hop and everything else came up about how all the lame antics and beating people up and all that other stuff. And that's, you know what's that's, crazy? That's, 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 what, that's what's, even though that's part of media repetitively just bombarding us with that. Mm-hmm. But you seem to be in, always in a skirmish, bro. Yo, every time. It's indicative, you can, you can tell it's indicative of his personality. Maybe because it might be because of the, the, the game I, idea. All that is conditioned mm-hmm. and it turns you into someone. And you start to realize, like, yeah, I'm not really even that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We talk about so much we've been kind of shoveling all these different emotions and moods and attitudes and, and then Try you first out with this. Ah, this mom. Yo, we, we hey, what's that? What's that joint we saw him on back in the day? What's wow. that game show? What's that game show? Uh, Change of Heart. Uh, I forget what the name of. Yeah, we um, we ain't even mentioned Tupac for the West Coast. I'm always conflicted because I kind of feel Pac is an East Coast dude. Fox for the Bronx. So I'm always conflicted by that, like whether he should be or shouldn't. But I just think, like again, like the West Coast people, that 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 body of work that you start looking at the Snoops and the Dre's and stuff like that of the world. Like I think he got a, he has to wait his turn. And I'm gonna tell you, was probably yeah, even more it. eating even more eating him up was gonna eat him up because posthumously, his name. You know, posthumously 
people are always gonna have Nipsey up there too. And right. Nipsey like is such more such a small body of work, but highly regarded and loved by the people that people are always gonna be like, yo, with Nip, Nip gotta be up there. Neighborhood Nip. For you to get a name like that, that means you was a stand-up dude everywhere you went. Everywhere you went, I'm gonna call you neighborhood Nip. And you were that young? Come yeah. on, son. You were doing a lot for your community. Ain't nobody saying they game. And I think Nipsey was a lot more, he was more humble than game to me. I mean, he had some of his antics when he was alive, like beating people yeah, up and like, doing all this stuff. But he didn't have, he didn't have the stuff. Just the positive things that he was doing outweighed, you know, the, the negative stuff. Man, Mike Tyson confirms he's coming back to the ring in February. Zane. Are you interested in why? <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson always gonna be. Uh, Mike Tyson is always always gonna be a household name. Always gonna bring in numbers. But I just feel that from what we watched the uh, the little uh, holding event when he fought um, Roy Jones, I think that's gonna be nothing compared to what he's about to do now. That's if he fights Logan Paul or Jake Paul. I think he's gonna go in and just not not hold back. I think he uh, and and another thing, another reason he had held back on Roy Jones because he had respect for him. Logan Paul or Jake Paul. So you saying Mike Mike got that dynamite? He waiting to let out. Yeah, I think I think Mike Tyson is going to really try to hurt hurt either uh, Jake Paul or, or Logan Paul. And then uh, the fourth thing is that Mike is out for that bag. Like Mike Mike is, but see the right now is that Mike weighs a lot less. His mind is a lot sharper. And he still has that skill set, but at the end of the day, Mike Tyson is just about that money right now. I would rather see him fight Holyfield, even though Holyfield got his ass whipped uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'd rather see that again than to see him fight Jake Paul or Logan Paul. So you here for it though? You interested? Yeah. Anything with Mike Tyson's name behind it, getting into the ring? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about you, Rob? You interested? <laughs> You're interested, Yo, Mike Tyson making a comeback. Now his comeback is against Holyfield. Is that not true? No, it's against either Jake Paul or Logan Paul, but it's still not confirmed it's which one. Be, uh, probably Logan Paul, because I think I saw yeah. something today that Jake Paul swore to fight Tyson Fury's brother. Yeah. The time now, we we we're in the bag now. So someone WWE boxing is turning to the re- yeah, wrestling confederation. So, so what do you think, an event and he's a part of Triller, I can see that happen. Mm. Are you interested, though? In watching it? Yeah. Yeah, I might watch it. Okay, all right. I, I, might, I, might, I might give it. I might just give it. And it's just out of pure curiosity to see mm-hmm. if Mike would really come back and be even, even a shadow of him, though. Know? He can't mm. be what he used to be. Much younger, man. Yeah. Four years old right now. So, so. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought if he came back, it would be good to see if he can. I had an event in the Holyfield, but what about Lennox? Yo, I'm I'm not interested in seeing Mike Tyson fight nobody. I'm, I'm just not. No. Like, you know why? You know why I'm not? I'm not because I feel like boxing is now turning into more about an ex- exhibitions than it is about the actual fights. Like, it's a sad day when you have dudes like Tyson Fury, Errol Spence, Bud Crawford, 
Virgil Ortiz, Sean Porter. You got all these quality fighters that make less than uh, Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. They said them household names. Or how you call it for, you know, they, they make, they, they make less as professional fighters than people putting on exhibition fights. And to me, it's like watching the Harlem Globetrotters. Like, I feel like I've already saw that show. I don't want to see fights where there's no outcome. Like, nobody wins at right, the end right, of the right, day. Right, 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 right. put their hands up. We tuned in because it's pros versus Joes kind of thing. And then from a safety <laughs> standpoint, too. And you like, say yo, pros versus Joes. Yo, that's what it is. Pros versus Pros are jokes, but from a safety standpoint, like Mike Tyson is how 50 some years old? How was Mike Tyson? 54 years old. I and I just that. saw what yo, yo, like, all right, he lost weight. Whoever, whoever signed the commission that allowed Holyfield to fight that last fight, they, they, they should be investigated. Like, why are they allowing these people to, to get in the ring and risk, you know, like to me, Mike Tyson. This is more money for him to make. I'm sure Mike Tyson is not hurting for money, but why would you even put him in a position to risk his health? You know, like even if it's not from him physically getting hit, but to, to go through this rigorous training or whatever it is, like at his age, it's just not worth it. But look, look, Rob, Rob, Rob and Shanae, you got looking from 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 from, from this this point of uh, right. Say, you say, say, if you no, want no, 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 Z, if no, you want to from a business standpoint. Nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, any promoter that has some type of confederation or whatever, boxing, wrestling, whatever. Look at Mike Tyson. He was in the WWE for a while, right? So anybody that has a confederation, they know Mike Tyson's name is going to bring in numbers. Now, if I was a, a person that owned a confederation, I'm sure you, Rob, or, 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 or Shanan, y'all might not agree with what Tyson is saying as far as he wants... Cause no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they're saying like that. Right? I just said that. I'm I said from a business standpoint, no, yo. No, yeah. no, right, right, right. But I'm saying I'm sure a lot of them be like, "Are you sure you want to do this, Mike?" Mike's like, "No, I can do it, man. I can do it, man." So at the end of the day, they're not gonna turn down that money because they know it's gonna bring in numbers. Danny, but this is what you this is what you don't realize. These fights are not sanctioned. None of these fights are sanctioned. These are pure exhibitions. These yeah. are exhibitions that people are putting on. They put, they make their money off of pay-per-view. Pay WBO, IBF, WBC, WBA, none of these people I'm, I'm down, I'm down, I'm, I'm down for this circus, so I want to see this, this circus. Is, this, is, this is the equivalent of you finding two dudes in the, in the street that, that's going to fight and somebody saying, I'm willing to pay for to see them fight. And that's just, that's no, just But it's not a Mike Tyson. It's not a Mike Tyson. Like, you know, I want to see Mike Tyson fight Mitch Green. Bring back. Oh, wow. That'll be crazy. Yo, that'll see, this, crazy. Is why, this is why I'm not interested. <laughs> that'll be crazy. We fight Mitch Green again, that'll be crazy. Yo, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Tell me, tell me one, one. I can only think of one good exhibition fight that I've seen since they started doing this. One. Which one. Oh, and it wasn't I, a good fight. It was I just hot card. It wasn't a good fight. It was just human. Like, yo, we all laughed at it. Nate Robinson versus oh, um, Jake Paul. But all yeah, but that was way, that was... Yo, it, was a fool. it wasn't even an even, like, come on, this Floyd dude is like... Floyd Mayweather went to Japan and beat that, that, beat that man up in that exhibition. Floyd mm -hmm. Mayweather fought the Logan Paul kid. That was corny. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones was corny. None of these fights are good yeah, fights. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not. They're, they're not. They're corny fights or whatever. Yo, these fights are so corny, I won't even watch them for free. I'm done. 
I don't want to see him. I don't want to see y'all. I don't want to see Floyd Mayweather versus Pacquiao anymore. I don't want to see, um, how you call it, Mike Tyson fight Vladimir. I don't want to see, yo, I want to see Mike Tyson go off in the sunset, Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. Like, yo, dude, you still can formulate a sentence. Go somewhere, <laughs> go sit down, enjoy your money, do your podcast, do your promotions, do, what, do whatever it is. But yo, you don't need to be out here taking these kind of chances or whatever. Like, yo, these dudes, what they doing is equivalent to a dude in the street taking penitentiary chances. Like, Mike yeah. Tyson already ain't playing with a full deck. Why, yo, why are you gonna go and get in the ring and risk it and do this nonsense for what? So you're fighting by ill. So we could so watch him for eight rounds, two minute rounds, hug on somebody or somebody run around the ring from him. Nah, he's not gonna hug on Logan Paul. He gonna he gonna try to get him out of he gonna try to get him out in the first two three minutes. That makes yeah. it even worse. Why we why we wanna pay to see him knock out Logan Paul in two <laughs> in two rounds or whatever. Because like you got you got a lot of people that wanna see Logan Paul lose. And then you got a lot of people that still die hard Mike Tyson fans. So either I way think, it's gonna bring the bag. You know what? I think I was I respect Logan Paul for getting his money out of it and I respect Mike Tyson for like all right if he need the money. But I just as a consumer, I just don't wanna see it. I'm just like yeah, Yo, it's, it's it's not high call it like trendy now. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's 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 the Harlem Globetrotters. Like, all right, there's no winner, there's no knockdowns. The gloves got to be the size of the rock'em sock'em bop bopper gloves. The ring got to be the size. You know what it is, too, I think I think I think a lot of the consumers, even for the, the first Tyson drink, uh, these are the ones that are like the last twenty years or so. These are people that heard and saw like. Uh, footage of Mike Tyson. They they never got to see it, probably a Mike Tyson fight, mm-hmm. but now they heard so much stuff about Mike Tyson, so they're looking at this generation right now. It might be a, 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 a big a big percentage of, of people that, and then you got people that's our age and over that still want to see Tyson. But I think majority of that of that bag is coming from like the younger generation that went that yeah, heard about. Yeah. Him. I, I just feel sorry for them because it's not a great representation of Mike Tyson. Like if if I'm now, talking to my son, to telling my son what Mike Tyson was as a fighter, and then he see him hugging Logan Paul around the ring, gassed after the first but two rounds. You. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya want to come back too? Who wants to see Oscar De La Hoya? I don't want to see that That's what I'm saying. Bro, but I don't want to see none of these. I don't want to see no exhibition, no exhibition fights. I don't. I understand why people are doing it, and if they can get money off of it, like Floyd or whatever. But if, for me as a consumer. I'm not paying for it, and honestly, at this point, if I magically had a way to watch it for free, I'm not watching it for free. <laughs> not interested. No. I'm watching that joint, yo. No, them, yo, them fights have not been good. They haven't. None of them. None of them. You got now. How two YouTube dudes fighting each other, making more money than Terrence Crawford and Sean Porter fighting each other? How that's a whole disrespect for the sport of boxing, right? I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. They made they made boxing too cosmetic now. So they might shit, they might have they might have the rock fight uh what's this dude John Cena or some oh, bullshit. Chad Ochocinco fighting. Chad Ochocinco right. fighting people. What's next? So next we're gonna have an exhibition game. We're gonna have the 1985 Bears versus the 2004 <laughs> Giants in the two-hand touch. Game to see who would win. No, no. Well, speaking speaking Giants, the only one that I think can get wrecked, the only one I think from back in the day that one of the many that can get wrecked from back in the day with the Giants is Lawrence Taylor. That dude, like, he'll rip somebody's head off. 
Yo, get the weekend. <laughs> have a nice little coke party, man. Oh, I said the weekend. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. What's even better, have Lawrence Taylor come out to fight whomever, but have the weekend open up for him. Yeah, that'll work. I'm not, yo, I'm not, again, I'm, yo, let me say this, though. Whoever want to pay their money to see Mike Tyson fight, God bless you. It just ain't for me. It's not, I'd, rather, I'd rather see the rappers fight. Remember they had that video game, uh, Vendetta, Death Jam Vendetta? I'd rather see like a 50 Cent versus Ja Rule or, you know, something like that. I'd rather rather see the people who get paid as professional boxers, like Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford, you know, like Virgil Ortiz versus Ron. The people who actually get paid their professional boxers that's not past their prime, I'd rather see them fight. You know, I honestly, I'd rather t- I could sit down and watch two boxers. Boxy versus Little Kim. I'd rather watch two boxers that's not in their prime an ascension fight where I know it actually means something, like somebody that's not 56 years old, like let's say if Adrian Broner was fighting somebody, I was somebody relevant. Did I would watch that. I would watch that. Did Adrian Broner, did he, did he retire? Nah, he didn't. He just got legal he trouble. Should. Yeah, he he got, should. But right now, if Adrian Broner was fighting virtual Ortiz, you wouldn't want to see that? I would love to see I that. I don't want to see Adrian Broner fight ever again. Yo, I would love to. I'd rather see that than see Mike Tyson fight the YouTube dude. <laughs> no, I think that Tyson ain't gonna be good, and they and they might find a way to stretch it to make it a rematch. I hope they don't, but they might. Make it a what? They make might it a... find a way to make it a rematch, like a, a part oh, two. <laughs> nah, this is cryptic garbage. They're gonna, nah. they gonna try to. They're gonna try to milk it. Yo, yeah, people ain't gonna be satisfied to Mike Tyson is is is. Like Riddick Bowe or, or Muhammad Ali, and like yo, it's just like that. That to me, that was so disgusting what they did to Holyfield. Yeah, and Holyfield got beat up by a dude who in Holyfield's prime would have destroyed this person. I forgot who the dude who beat him up was, but Holyfield in his prime would have destroyed this man. Speaking Holy- of Holyfield, Holyfield's son uh, won last week though. Yo, do you know that Holyfield took that fight? I think like on a week notice or something like that. He wanted. He needed that money. Like yo, so he literally got off the couch from eating cheeseburgers <laughs> and, and went. And somebody yo, some, some, some health, some health commission or whatever, because they still got to get licensed in whatever state they fighting to fight. Yeah. Somebody actually licensed this man. Yo, this is the stuff we paying for. Like I don't want to see Vander Holyfield. I remember in the group chat saying y'all too. Like nah, I ain't with this. Like yo, who, who want, yo, who want to see Vander Holyfield? At 56 years old, get beat up by some young boy. Okay, prime example, right? We had we had the brother on last year, uh, former champ Antonio Tarver. You think Tarver have it to get back in the ring for an exhibition? I don't want to see no exhibitions. You got to ask Rob that. I don't want to see no you think, Rob? exhibitions. Would Tarver? you want to see Tarver get back in the, in the ring for an exhibition? If it's going to be a real fight? Yeah. <laughs> no I don't want to see no scripted nah, man. Yeah. I want to see if they gonna fight, get like get punched in the face. Yeah. Not so, no ducking and, and rope doping and all that. Nah, Yo, I'm gonna tell you how foul they got with these with these fights now. Remember me and you Zane back and forth when we was having the banter and we were saying like, Yo, where are right, we going? I'm betting, I'm betting that Mayweather will beat um the dude beat Logan Paul or whatever, and you was like, Nah, Logan Paul gonna win this that. We were having this back and forth banter around this stuff under the impression that there would be a winner and loser. 
literally the weekend before, I think the fight was on a Sunday. I think on Friday or Saturday, they announced there'll be no winner in the fight. You know why that is? Because if they would have said that in the beginning, nobody would have bought it. Exactly. People are going to be like, wait a minute, you telling me that this is just, this is actually a spectacle? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's how, yo, that's how corny and cheese is. And you know what it is too? A lot of money is being made underground and a lot of money being made through like, you know, that online betting joint too. And for the yo. people that's up there that's betting. So they, they, they thinking about them numbers too. Like, yeah. uh, that Tyson and Roy Jones fight looked like two drunk uncles fighting in the backyard. <laughs> over, over 40. Exactly. All that hugging and... Why you take my 40, homie? Two-minute rounds, and it was eight rounds, right? Two, 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 two. Exactly. After the second round, both of them was out on their feet. They should have called it a TKO. Yeah. The, highlight of, yo, the highlight of the show was Snoop Dogg, remember? Oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg's yeah, Snoop Dogg were commentating, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no wonder, yo, that stuff is trash. I don't know what the numbers were for um for what Mayweather and Logan Paul did. I don't know how many pay-per-view sales they had. I ain't even watched that joint. But, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely a Mayweather fan, but I, I, didn't, I didn't watch that joint. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I, I, I'm cool on that. I don't want to see even I think in order for Mayweather to come back, he's gonna have to get at least like four hundred million, if not a half a billion dollars to fight. What do you mean for a real fight? Yeah, for a real fight. That's the only way Mayweather's gonna come back. I think. These to make boys, it you know, after his Logan Paul performance, these real boys, like these top-notch real boys, he don't want that. It's gonna mm. have to be a lot of money for him to get knocked out and put that blemish on his record. But he don't want that mm. for like regular his routine paycheck. He don't want his yeah. ego won't allow him to take that loss. And believe yeah. dude, them boys, these boys will beat him up. These young boys. I would love to see him fight uh, Earl Spence. Nah, he don't want that work. He don't want that work. He don't. I, I, I don't think he wanted that work towards the end of his career. Because I, I think, I think, I think he'll get Spence. Nah, I legend has Spence. it. You never heard, you never heard the, um, the story about the training camp. You ever heard the story, Rob? Nah. About Spence in a training camp. That what? Spence, came, Spence came to Vegas to nah. help. Um, to help Mayweather, I guess, prep for an upcoming fight. And Spence went in there and supposedly beat up everybody in the gym, Black Mayweather's eye, not grown out and sparring also, and that they kicked him out of the gym. They ended up putting him out of the gym, and then he got like other boxers that have come forward and confirmed it, that he went in there and worked them all, worked them all or gave everybody in the gym that work. So I don't think that they... They want, I don't think they want that work, yeah. Who is that video? But that's why I said Spence, because Spence is the they only one that I can see. That's... People make it a point not to record, because they don't want people knowing they're getting worked over. <laughs> I would love to see yeah. What you said, Zane? I would pay for that. No, but that's the only reason why I said Spence, because Spence has a high boxing acumen. That's the only person I can see. Out what? And try to get I wouldn't want to see uh, Crawford against uh, Mayweather. Mm -mm. You don't think Crawford would beat Mayweather at this point in Mayweather's career? Nah. I think so. What do you think, Rob? Nah, I, I don't I don't think. Once he gets once he gets his motor going. Yeah. I, I think he I might think. he might even start off slow. Like say if he did fight Crawford, he might start off slow in the first three rounds. Just to just to analyze the ring and fill out Crawford and after right. that. So right. He's a he going to win off points, not a, not a, not a knockdown. Floyd going off points. Sad. I don't think I don't think he beats I don't think he beats Crawford. I don't think he beats Spence. I don't think he beats Canelo again. 
Um, well, that'll be tough for him to fight Canelo again. Yeah, I don't think he'll. I, don't I, don't think he'll say, I would have to say Canelo. I, I don't think, think he can beat Canelo I think, again. I think against a dude like Sean Porter, maybe, maybe have a chance against a dude like Sean Porter. Probably, you know, you know who probably would be his best, his best chance at winning, probably like a Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia, slow, yeah, yeah. flat foot. Flat footed, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, or whatever. But he'd be dinging Danny. That wouldn't bring enough money for Floyd because Garcia got a couple of losses, so it wouldn't bring enough for him. I mean, yo, you don't think Floyd could get that kind of money for fighting Garcia, but he got that kind of money for fighting Logan Paul? No, but no, no, that's different because that's you have two confederations joining for the bag as far as promotion wise. So if you have, uh, you know, two regular, uh, two boxes with the Garcia and Floyd. Nah, I think that Yo. bigger bag was it. It was more of a reach to get like a Logan Paul dude in there because you got you know, a lot of people that don't. Now go ahead. You got the casuals, the YouTube, the kids, or whatever. But yo, Floyd, yeah. Floyd versus anybody. Floyd versus anybody. I think Floyd versus Andre Berto did eight hundred thousand buys. So Floyd versus anybody. If you put Floyd in with Danny Garcia, that's over a million pay per view buys now. Well, easily, I think they would need to get get a million just off just off of what's the name Floyd's name alone versus a quality welterweight. But them other dudes, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, like yo Floyd, I don't think Floyd would be able to do anything with some of them young dudes. Yeah, I, 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 as much as I like Floyd, I just think like these younger cats now is like animals or whatever. And Floyd is, you know, Floyd is a little bit his reflexes not as fast as what they used to be. Um, and even though Floyd stays in great shape, I just think that he don't be high I respect that about Floyd though, that he's smart enough to, to be like, nah, I'm cool, I'm gonna let them do that, I'm retired, I'm gonna keep getting this exhibition money. He'll definitely get his chin tied. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm, I'm serious, like, yo, I'm not down with like the pain to see these fights where they ain't no winner. Yeah. It's shit shows, man. They're there for you to be sensationalized. But what you think is gonna happen, and then it turns out to be something else, and then you're mad you spent seventy nine ninety nine on some bullshit. Well, they know. I think. I think um, these promotion companies they know that they need to do more than that. That's why you see they they attach like rappers to it. I think Little Wayne was performing on one French Montana performed yeah. on one of them. Yeah, you gotta make an event out of it, man. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a boxing a boxing match. You gotta turn it into a concert. It, it, yo, it gotta be something because there's gonna be a fight. Nobody gonna win, and the, and both the boxes gonna be punched out and winded. You know how you cry. I just I'm like nah, man. Like I, I like Iron Mike too much to see Iron Mike. Just stay, stay, stay with the podcast, man. Get that get that um that cannabis farm going. He's been talking about. Roy Jones was looking like Larry Holmes. <laughs> yo, yo, when they showed their wait for the night, it had like three question marks. <laughs> yo, flabby and sick. Mike Tyson just lunging it. I'm like, yo, this this is nothing but a a street fight in the backyard, boy. Only thing they needed to have playing was remember the joint of family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was trash. Trash fight. Oh man. Any closing words? Listen, man. Shout out to 914 Prince. We in the building as you can see. Uh, I'm glad 
That's what they want to see. And then you got a weekend out there performing for them guys. Yo, I'm, Yo, not, I'm not. I'm not taking a bait this week, Zane. You can try, but I'm not taking a bait this week. What for the weekend? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> shout out to one of the best to do it right now, man. The weekend, man. Shout out to Rob on like the week. The weekend okay. make music. Nah, but on a serious note, um, we got some pretty good. We got some pretty good um, <clears throat> upcoming interviews and stuff like that dealing with fashion, hip-hop, sports and all that and everything in between. So y'all just stay stay tuned. We're going to give y'all what you want, man. Yeah, I want to hear from everybody in the comments. Also, do you want to see Mike Tyson at this point fight another exhibition fight? I'd like to hear that. Hear what you think about that. Also, your thoughts on why so many people are resigning. That'd be be good to hear from an audience. Get their perspective on this. Loving that. It's been real. Appreciate you guys. 101, baby. Another another lovely episode. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace, everybody.